Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to Tab Radio for Sunday, August 21st, 2016. I'm your host, Troy A. Berger, owner of Tab Training and Consulting, LLC, coming to you live from the Kansas City area, Kansas, on a rather warm and sunny Sunday afternoon at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Today's broadcast is entitled Interview with Troy A. Berger, which would be me, owner of Tab Training and Consulting, LLC. I am so excited to share with you, my audience, information about myself, my passion for teaching, and the reason why I created Tab Training and Consulting, LLC. I am also happy to announce that I will be interviewed by Mrs. Brenda Timms, to some known as BT, but to most known as the person that motivated me to pursue my passion for teaching and working with computers. And by the way, she was also my very first client. I introduce to you my mom, Ms. Brenda Timms. Good afternoon, everyone. And hi, Troy. Um, I'm happy to be doing I'm- this interview with you. Um, so I have some questions, and I'd like to get started. How did you get started right. with computing and interested in entrepreneurship? Well, I remember my first true computer was the Commodore 128. Um, I was in my teens, and it was also the major that I chose in high school. Um, back then, I was a wannabe hip-hop DJ, and that didn't go too well. Um, I had a couple of gigs. But I met a gentleman named Paul Macklin who uh, offered me to give him or exchange my DJ equipment for a IBM PC and felt that there that was something that was significant that I needed to take um, advantage of. And so we made the swaps. And that's really how I would say I got uh, started with computers. Um, it was a passion of mine. It was just something that interested me from the classes I took in junior high school and also in high school and felt like um, it was that exchange that kind of was my calling. Uh, how I got interested in entrepreneurship was that I met a uh, a gentleman who was handing out flyers one hot summer um, afternoon in, by, at the local community center where I lived in Edgemere Houses as part of New York City Housing Authority. It must have been about 95 degrees outside, and here was this man dressed in a two-piece suit, passing out flyers, and it kind of poked my interest. I wanted to know why and what he was doing, and the flyer he was passing out was an, an entrepreneurship class that the... Uh, community center was going to be offering during that summer. Now, I had just finished playing basketball with a couple of friends of mine for about four or five hours, but the information that he shared with me about entrepreneurship, about uh, wanting to start a business, was something that had never been done in that community center. And even though I probably should have went home taking the shower, I grabbed the flyer, went inside, talked to the instructor, and that's kind of how I got started uh, in entrepreneurship, it was just this gentleman in a suit who later would become my business mentor, um, passing out flyers about an entrepreneurship class 
something that was so different than the typical basketball and hopscotch and jump rope type of events that were going on at that center. Okay. What motivates you to share your knowledge and experience and skills with others? Well, this kind of started with you and putting together uh, the flyer that I did for your community exercise class and just some of the responses that I got from the flyer. It led to some some business in the community. I made a flyer for uh, a lady who was doing Mary Kay products, and it kind of just was word of mouth that spread within the community. I ultimately started working with that community center and producing uh, calendars and announcements that they would hand out uh, based on the events that they were offering. But what really motivates me um, to share my knowledge, experience, and skills, it's just the wow factor that I get when a person gets that look in their eyes that they understand what it is I'm trying to share with them and that I can see their level of confidence grow. Just a kind of quick story. Um, I did a teaching program in Brooklyn, New York, and it was to help people get back into the workplace. And it was um, a four-week class. Uh, I had a young lady in that class who was very shy, and I made an effort to bring out, because I felt like she was very talented when it came to computers. And she graduated eventually. Uh, we invited family and friends to attend graduation. But that wild fact that I'm speaking about, it must have been about two or three years later, as I was walking in the streets of New York City, I felt a, a, a person tap me on the shoulder. Um, now, this is rush hour. I am trying to get home, trying to make that train. I uh, did not know who the gentleman was, but he proceeded to tell me how proud he was of his sister. And lo and behold, a few minutes later, her, his sister came up, and she was that same student in my class that, uh, in the beginning, very shy, didn't answer questions, but ended up being one of the top people upon graduation. And just a simple fact that her brother, who I vaguely remember meeting at her graduation, um, approached me in the street and tapped me on the shoulder and told me how thankful he was and how thankful the family was. Um, that that right there just speaks volumes to why I think I do what I do um, and love doing it. I can understand that. What have been some of the challenges that you have faced as an entrepreneur, as a freelance trainer, as a business owner in your industry? Begin with this concept of of being an entrepreneur. Um, I truly believe uh, that athletes who do well in their sports, um, people who do well in corporate America, that at, at the core essence of that person is that spark, is that fire, is that thing that motivates them to do what they do, love what they do, and, and become successful at it. Um, but one of the one of the main challenges I remember in the beginning, um, before I even called myself an entrepreneur, was just that constant thirst for knowledge, the the taking of classes. I, I must have taken three or four thousand hours of of workshops being given at the small business um, community center at Pace University in uh, New York and various other programs and taking exams. And, and so the challenge is just the constant 
self-imposed pressure to do well, to be successful, to do all that it takes um, to not only be able to pursue your passion, but to do it. Uh, and, and typically, there are no guidelines. Um, it, it really is uh, learn by mistakes type of thing. And um, you determine your level of success versus having someone else do that for you. Uh, one of the challenges as a freelance trainer, which is really how I first began to seek opportunities um, teaching, uh, I always had a full-time job, typically in the finance department of some company. But I always did freelance training in the evenings and weekends um, as much as possible. And mm-hmm. the challenge there is working under someone else's guidelines and rules and policies and procedures. I would not trade that for the world. I've learned a lot being a freelance trainer for organizations, but also learned the things that I felt like once given the opportunity, I would be able to pursue and I would be able to create those policies and procedures in the way in which I would conduct training classes. Now, as a business owner, that brings into a whole new world of things. Now you're responsible for how the business is run and making sure you have all the paperwork and documentation, uh, being accountable for all aspects of life, wearing all the hats from CEO to um, data entry person. Um, None of these things, however, for me, have been anything that um, has made me stop pursuing my dreams and goals. Um, but at the same time, there have been moments where I did want to put the business or what I was doing on the shelf and kind of come back to it later. As far as the industry is concerned, uh, technology is changing all the time. So that's a challenge in itself, trying to keep up. Um, I have decided to focus on mainly Microsoft Office products and developing ways in which to help individuals become more efficient, effective, and productive users of technology. Um, I consider myself, you know, that architect who uses various tools, but the ultimate goal is to build a structure or build a house, build a building. Um, For me, it's helping people build their human capital. And I just happen to use Microsoft Office products to um, help develop that. Uh, I'm, I'm that carpenter who uses a certain hammer, um, depending on what the um, task is at hand, but ultimately um, being able to work with and develop foundations into buildings. Um, so as far as industry is concerned, uh, it's always changing. Um, I have flourished in certain times when organizations had uh, large training um, departments where I would come in and and be a contract trainer. And there have been moments where companies see that particular part of their business um, as as an expense that can uh, be reduced, if not removed completely. So that that's the challenges with the industry, um, is, is fine-tuning what it is that you do and the audience that you want to serve. How do you define tech literacy in the workplace? There's a, a a couple of things, a um, couple of definitions that I have with regard to tech literacy in the workplace, um, and, and that is is my focus now. Um, I want to help people, job seekers who are looking for work, 
be able to utilize technology literacy as a means to uh, increase their employment opportunities. I want to work with people who are already work um, who are already in the workplace to to not only help them keep their jobs but also help them pursue opportunities where they can move forward um, within the structure of that company or take their um, human capital, uh, otherwise known as skill sets and all the things that we learn in the company and the things that we should just learn to be able to do as far as time management, as far as organization, and as far as team collaboration, to be able to, to move into an opportunity that will be better for them, for their families. Uh, tech literacy, to me, is, is a mindset. It, it's confidence. It's being able to do your task and identifying the different tools that can help you. Now, as I mentioned earlier, my focus has always been Microsoft Office Suite products, um, and I'm slowly trying to change my image from that go-to Microsoft trainer to someone who's going to be able to help a person get past uh, an obstacle like finding work, an obstacle like um, advancement within their careers by introducing different tools, again, focused on organization, focused on time management that will help them excel at whatever job that they do. The one thing that I do believe uh, tech literacy provides an individual is the ability to achieve their goals, no matter the industry, no matter the position, no matter the company, um, and no matter where they are as far as that organizational chart. Maybe. Um, a couple other things with regard to tech literacy. Um, I've been asked, who do I think is responsible for training and learning um, of tech literacy in the workplace as it applies to employees? Um, when I first got started, the industry was one where most companies had a training department. Most companies provided uh, finance finance towards the employees to pursue further education, whether within the, the structure or through reimbursement as far as taking uh, college courses. Uh, times have changed, and I do, as much as uh, some companies still do that, I do believe the onus is on the employee, um, that they take the initiative to understand the importance of technology literacy. And, and what I mean by that is being able to use it, right? That That's one part of it. Being able to manage it, that to me is the most important part. Yeah, I come across people who say that, you know, they're very knowledgeable in Microsoft Word or very, they've been using Microsoft Excel for 20 years. The one thing that I think is missing from that equation is being able to, to have a toolbox of tools, understanding what all of those applications can do. And, of course, technology literacy is bigger than just Microsoft, right? There, there are many technologies out there, um, many programs out there. But if you have that toolbox of tools, and not only are you able to use it, but you're able to manage, you're able to decide which tool is the best to use at a given moment, that is how I would define uh, tech literacy, not just the ability to use it, but the ability to manage it and the desire to continually to learn more, because uh, that would only help that person's cause um, 
as far as what they decide is a goal and, and what they decide is uh, success for them. Uh, tell us more about this business. What is your mission, your vision for this company that you started? Well, based on pure passion for teaching, having over 25 years of not only using technology to excel at various jobs that I've had, places of employment that I've worked for, um, really being able to help individuals. And again, we're talking about how I define tech literacy, which is uh, using and managing tools um, to achieve success. So last year I started a company called Tab Training Consulting LLC, uh, September of 2015. And really the mission is, is twofold. It's to help people gain knowledge, to help people gain confidence, and to motivate people to embrace technology, to get over uh, the anxiety and fear that they have of what they don't know, but really focus on what they do know and use technology as a way to support and enhance um, that those skill sets that they've developed over time. Um, just talking about a, a manager, an office manager, who manages people, who's able to motivate people to do their best, to, to work past um, obstacles. Well, that same manager who developed that, that technique, that ability over time, why not incorporate um, some technology tools that would only help them manage those individuals better? And we always come back to time management. We come back to organization. We come back to team collaboration. These are basically three of the concepts that Tab Training Consulting LLC are built on um, and and helping any individuals with their personal um, goals um, to um, people in the workplace to business owners as far as it relates to the operations of their business. So our mission is simple, which is to provide information that can be used immediately towards the goal that that individual, no matter what aspect of their life, can apply it. And our vision is we really just want to create more efficient, effective, and productive users of technology. Um, That might be helping a a senior get online to be able to communicate with their children and grandchildren. It it may be helping a person in college uh, do better or or be able to excel within their class because they're using these tools. And it just might be the job seeker who's looking to change uh, either the employment, uh, the industry that they work in or the position that they've had, seeking uh, further advancement uh, within their career. So that, that that's really what it is. And we, we, we want to keep it simple. It, it's just about providing a, a toolbox of tools. Um, we call it technology. We call it technology literacy. But provide that person with with the tools that they need uh, to excel. And technology is is one of many, but it's one that we're focused on at Tab Training Consultant LLC. 
Well, I can attest to that as a retired business manager myself, uh, have taken your courses as well, and they've helped me. Um, my next question is, who is your primary audience and why? Uh, my prim- The primary audience has, has changed over time, um, and I'm happy to say that I've found my way back to my original passions and and, and working with uh, a particular audience. Um, when I got started in the early 90s, I worked for our local community center, and my first opportunity was replacing what was a living legend who was offering computer classes at uh, a Beacon program in Far Rockway, Queens, in New York City. And... Um, these were uh, individuals who were returning into the workplace, had been out of the workplace for various reasons, um, typically ages of um, 28 to 45. Um, there were some a little younger and some a little older. But basically it was helping them get back into the workplace. And so right now our primary audience, um, as it has shifted from corporate America to um, working with young people, right now it is it is the job seeker. It is the person who's looking to um, enhance their status within their careers, um, who have identified that um, what's lacking is their knowledge of computers, their knowledge of technology, being able to decide which tool is the best tool to use in the workplace to excel. And again, I have to go back to time management, to organization and to team collaboration because that is our focus. So our primary audience are the communities that we feel um, don't have uh, the information, don't have, lack the, the knowledge and the resources um, working with nonprofits, for example, to help these individuals build their human capital. And we help them build it through taking classes. Um, Microsoft Office classes is just one. Basic computer literacy classes are another. But that's our primary audience now. What makes you different from all the other computer training companies? Compassion and support. I think those are the two main things that makes Tab Training Consultant LLC different. Now, I'm still, uh, the business itself is still in its infancy stage. Um, We haven't been in existence for a year yet. Um, However, those are the two things that I am using um, or, or that I'm instilling within the company to, to be things that differentiate us from other training organizations. And the compassion is understanding the um, the individuals that we do provide services to. Um, having been a resident of New York City Housing Authority, there are many challenges that uh, a person in that community faces, um, not just what you hear about the news, but just Sometimes logistically, um, when I grew where I grew up, the library there um, didn't have a lot of the resources that libraries have now. But what I'm finding out is people still don't know that the, these libraries have this information. So, in a nutshell, what makes us different is is the compassion to the uh, audience that we serve and offering uh, support to individuals during the class sessions. But more importantly. Um, after they've completed it, um, to do continued follow-up with them. Do you have any uh, anything special in the near future? I'm glad you asked that question. T- 
today actually is day one of what I have am defining as tab week. And tab week is a designated period, usually one week, of free special events that are facilitated by Tab Training Consultant LLC as a way to give back to the community where I reside and or conduct business. Initially, got started as a way to broaden the company's internet presence through free webinars, which are internet or virtual-based seminars, to individuals who can participate in the comfort of their home or any place where there is a Wi-Fi connection, such as a library or a local coffee house. We have this tab week um, special events. We promote them once every quarter, and uh, we're actually, again, today is the first day of one, so tab week for this quarter is um, August 21st to August 27th. Um, for more information about the various events and to register, you can visit the webpage at www.tabtraining forward slash tabweek.htm. Um, there will be many postings on our Facebook page, or you can also visit our website at www.tabtraining.com. So that's what's happening now. Um, we have a focus group that's happening tomorrow. We have a um, how to do a job search campaign using Microsoft Office tools and products. And then we have Increase Your Employment Opportunities workshop on a webinar on Wednesday and a workshop on Thursday. So we have a stacked um, week coming up of, again, free events that are held locally here um, in the Kansas City area, but we'll also be offering uh, free webinars that you can attend as long as you have a Wi-Fi connection. So that's what we have going on uh, this week. Are you working on any projects that you would like to share with your listeners? Two in particular. One which will begin in September, and it's a locally-based project. It's called Microsoft Mondays, and the concept of that workshop is to help people enhance their Microsoft Word skills but the focus is giving the individuals who attend the workshop the control of managing their resume. For a lot of individuals, their resumes are, easy, are either done in a template or they're being done by someone else, uh, whether it, it's a child or they've paid to have their resumes done. So Microsoft Mondays, which is being offered through the Johnson County Public Library System, is, is a workshop that's designed to help individuals take back that control using Microsoft Word. Mm-hmm. I'm also happy to announce that I'm working with a nonprofit organization called Connecting for Good um, that has two offices, one in Missouri and one in the state of Kansas. And what I have proposed uh, to the nonprofit is the development of a Microsoft Office Specialist Certification Program. Right now, I volunteer there two hours a week and I've been introducing uh, Microsoft Word and Microsoft Excel, but this MOS, or Microsoft Office Specialist Certification Program, will be a more extensive program that will provide individuals the ability to actually get certified by Microsoft. It is a universal um, criteria that can be used, um, job-seeking, job enhancement, job advancement, and I am looking forward to working with Connecting for Good to bring that program into an existence. We're working on a pilot program that will include Microsoft Excel, 
but we are definitely looking in 2017 to do five applications, Microsoft Excel, Microsoft Word, Microsoft OneNote, Microsoft Outlook, and Microsoft PowerPoint. So I'm very excited for that, and I'll be posting information on the ribbon cutting and anything else that goes along with the beginning of that program. Uh, so please feel free to visit www.tabtraining.com to learn more about um, these particular, these two projects that will begin um, September um, for Microsoft Mondays. And we're shooting for September with the uh, Microsoft Office Special Certification Program with Connecting for Good. Oh, that sounds wonderful, Troy. I can't wait to become involved in all the new things. Even though I'm retired, I found myself knowing that I still needed to keep my skills updated because there's a lot of home projects that I was trying to do, so this would definitely help me. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time. Thank you, Mom. Thank you, friends, for Thank you for being such a major motivation in my life. Uh, above and beyond being a mom, being a single parent, raising two children, all the sacrifices that you made have instilled in me along with our, my grandmother, your mom, as far as working with the community and making sure we offer and share the services and passions that we have. There are many challenges to increasing one's technology literacy, but it all begins with us, the individual. We have to decide, much like a business does, what are our goals, short and long term, where are we now, and what we need to do to achieve the goals that we set for ourselves. Technology literacy should be something that we use to help us meet those goals. I wish to thank my live and future archive listeners for checking your broadcast, and I hope you will tune in to my next broadcast on September 4th. Have a great Sunday, and thank you.